Hi, friends. Thanks for tuning in to In Other News, a random podcast about stuff. The kind of stuff you think about every day, or at least some days. Here's the setup. Once upon a time, three young guys worked together to deliver news and weather from a local TV station. Today, they're a little older, a little wiser, and they're back to discuss the things that really matter. And a few things that don't. Thanks for listening. Now here's Axel, Joe, and Adam. All right. Ready, guys? Ready. All right. Hello, everyone, and happy holidays. Welcome to another edition of In Other News with Adam, Axel, and Joe. I am Joe of that trio. Gentlemen, how are you doing on this uh, snowy day as we record this? And by snow, you mean the five flakes that are falling outside of my window. It's just going to, it's all gone. It, it, <laughs> it's brown over here where I am. Oh, really? We've got yeah. a little flurry action here uh, today. Uh, just enough a, a dusting, but yeah, very closer different than... to the equator, Axel. <laughs> well, that is true. <laughs> but I, I, I heard, gentlemen, I think what in our parts here, we have a 20% chance of a white Christmas this year, if even that. Oh, and, that's, okay. and that's southern Minnesota. We should have a better chance, you would think. We should. You would think so. Um, yeah, certainly much different than maybe a week ago if we had recorded this. We definitely had a white Christmas odds looking in our favor then. Then we had some tornadoes in between, and then now we've got snow again. So it's been yes. it's been a wild ride. Heading it's up been a the meteorologist's holiday. dream. <laughs> the, the challenge is with all that snow removal and severe weather stuff, it has really impacted our ability to watch Hallmark movies. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes. <laughs> for our annual holiday Hallmark movie review. Woo-hoo. Yes. <laughs> Do you guys realize this was this was our second most listened to uh, podcast in our entire like 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 do you call it a career? <laughs> a short one but a career yes. yep. our entire podcast career this episode last year uh, was among the highest rated and highest listened to great well let's see if history can repeat itself this time uh based on the opportunities that we did have to watch some hallmark christmas movies this year and Man, there are a lot to choose from, either from their back catalog or the new ones coming out. And plus, they pump them through a couple different of their networks now, like even the, was it the Movies and Mysteries channel yeah. that they have? And what is like, this Dove channel? What's the, the, I was watching movies on the Dove channel. Is that not Hallmark? Probably I don't not. know. I Sound haven't heard like that Hallmark. One. It's like, it. I will tell you, though, it's like, if you considered Hallmark movies grade A, which is a big stretch. Dove is probably like grade C. You know? <laughs> now, Joe, you should uh, share, you know, one of the struggles we had is, you know, we were we were trying to uh, watch one movie together. You know, we would watch it individually, but then discuss it together. We couldn't get that done because I did not realize that uh, some of these movies are actually available on demand. I thought I was uh, tied to whatever Hallmark, the Hallmark Channel serves up. But Joe, you had mentioned that some of these films are actually uh, available on demand. Where did you find them? Yeah, so uh, we stream our TV uh, through the Fubo TV um, app through our Roku device. And so, um, yeah, I was able to, for the movie I am going to review, I didn't actually set my DVR to record, my cloud DVR. I just typed in the name of the one I wanted to see based on the description, and there it was. So it's it wasn't every single Hallmark movie was available, but um, you certainly had dozens from which to choose from on demand, which is pretty cool. We consume TV a lot differently than we did just even 10 years ago. Nice. And let's face it, last year in the middle of the pandemic, we had way more time to watch Hallmark movies than we did this year. Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, But hey, guys, for uh, for this episode, I was doing some research and I wondered if there was any science behind these Hallmark movies. And I came across this article titled why we love bad christmas movies um and it actually covers the science behind this so let's see how many of these resonate with you so the first reason why we love bad christmas movies is they offer a sense of certainty so we know from the very beginning until the end uh that 
what's going to happen. Basically, you 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 know that when you log into any Hallmark movie, how it's going to end. Totally agree. No spoilers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the next one, we are attracted to simple solutions. Uh, and, uh, our human brains work so much during the week that we just like something simple with our TV. Does that one resonate with you guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, bu- it's bubble gum for the brain. Yeah. I could see that. It just kind Very of soft uh, bubble gum. Perhaps. <laughs> you don't have to be an actively engaged in the show to understand where it's going, or you can kind of quick, you know, look at your phone or run to the kitchen for a snack and come back and know exactly where you're going to be when you get back. I like this next one, the relentless positivity boosts morale. (laughs) (laughs) Relentless positivity. That's probably true of Hallmark movies. (laughs) Uh, The next one, they provide an escape to fulfill certain needs. Mm. It says cheesy holiday movies offer a healthy sense of escapism. They do, but I'm going to interject here. One thing that's bothered me, and and so my 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 viewing habits have changed. Where, you know, the I think the average Hallmark movie is what two hours, I think, mm-hmm. but there are like eleven or however many commercial breaks, <laughs> right? Yes, and yeah. that destroys my escapism. You know, yes. if I just settle in with my warm cup of tea and I marvel over these, you know, beautifully decorated homes that. Nobody has in reality. <laughs> and then I go, it goes to a Walmart commercial. It's like, no. Right. So I, I, I started recording these and I just zap right through the commercials, which makes the movie, you know, an hour 20 or so, which is mm-hmm. much easier to consume than two. So that's I don't know if I your TV service has done that, but mine seems to stack the commercials at the end. So at first, really like 30 minutes before you get a commercial. And by the end of the movie, every five minutes, there's a commercial break (laughs) to keep the suspense. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) Um, A few more here. So our brains love happy endings. That seems, I guess we're, we're wired to recognize specific common patterns that are relatable in storytelling. Mm-hmm. And happy endings, it says, can be incredibly impactful because they can remind us of the importance of solving solutions and the benefits of doing so in simple ways. That is clearly a scientist that wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not, not clear in plain language there, but uh, I see where they're going. That said, I said this last year, I'll say it again this year. Hallmark knows its audience. It knows exactly what its audience wants, and it consistently delivers at a very increasingly high quality. Like if you've seen some of these older Hallmark movies compared to the ones they're doing today, their production values are way higher now. So uh, hats off to Hallmark for figuring out exactly what the audience wants and needs and and giving it to them. That's marketing 101. uh, I read that the average Hallmark movie costs only $2 million to make. I shouldn't say only, but you know, compared to other <laughs> yeah. other movies, so it's uh, and it takes two weeks to make them, which uh, only two a, weeks. Wow, yeah, that's a quick stint for it. I suppose though, actor, when all the know. lines are already there, and if you've been an actor <laughs> one, you can easily be an actor in the next one. That's right. Really that's right. Uh, a few more here. Uh, they appeal to our moral intuitions. They keep us dreaming. That does not sound very sciencey. Uh, and that was actually the last one. Uh, they keep us dreaming. The Hallmark movies mm. capture the joys of holiday traditions. So there you go, man. Uh, science behind Hallmark movies, actually just any bad Christmas movie, the science behind <laughs> So should we talk about some of these? Let's do it. Okay. All right. I will uh, give you my first selection, and that was the movie Christmas Cookies. Have you heard of it? Wait, didn't you didn't you watch something with Christmas cookies last year? I did. I had cookie uh, was, cutter Christmas last year. Oh, right. yes. That was Joel. And that's <laughs> uh, you know, that's been on my bucket list since last year. I, I love Hallmark movies and uh, I watched a, a good number of them. I last love year. Christmas cookies. Yeah, I, well, but that you know, anything that involves baking or so the, the baking type ones, and there are probably a dozen of them, they draw me in. The ones that are less appealing to me are any movies that involve like, you know, a royal something, a royal Christmas or royal something. For some reason that has never had the appeal to me. But if you have cookie in your movie name, chances are Axel will watch it. And so <laughs> I did that. So this movie actually is from 2016. So it's about five years old, which I didn't realize because they kind of do look all the same. And I, you know, Joe, you spoke about production value earlier. I, I thought this was a 
really well done movie. It stars uh, Jill Wagner and Wes Brown, who I, I didn't know at all. I don't know about you guys. Uh, so I went into this movie not knowing them at all. I, as you know, I, I am somewhat partial to, um, Candace, uh, what's her last name now? Cameron Bure. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would often pick one of her movies, uh, but them, those two guys, I didn't know. So, uh, here's a quick uh, plot. And again, you know, we don't want to spoil the movie, but then again, are there really any spoilers? <laughs> right. In, in these yeah. movies? You'll figure it out very quickly. <laughs> so, uh, Jill Wagner, she plays a uh, Hannah and she's, uh, uh, an executive at a large conglomerate whose boss sends her to this, uh, Little idyllic town named Cookie Jar, ironically, <laughs> <laughs> to uh, seal the deal on purchasing uh, a staple business in this small town called Aunt Sally's Christmas Cookie Company. And this, is, you know, it's like the classic small town. I don't know how big it was. I'm going to guess like maybe a thousand people. And this this small cookie outlet makes a killer business every holiday season and really sustains the town because, you know, you have everybody and their uncle working at the town they sponsor all the local events etc cetera, etc cetera. so uh, hannah is sent there to seal the deal to you know have the company owner sign the contract and to eventually then move all the operations to some other big town just to make it more efficient for this conglomerate and as you might imagine hannah goes to this town and she is a outspoken uh anti-holiday everything she has a cold heart, right? She goes into it with a cold heart. She does not appreciate Christmas for what it should be. And so she thought she would drive a train there, get a hop on a train, seal the deal and come back the night before Christmas to then join her really sort of buffoon boyfriend to uh, <laughs> join him at his uh, company party. But lo and behold, can you guess it? Once she starts interacting with the... Uh, youngish good-looking company owner uh things start turning and uh and ever so slowly well <laughs> that that you know that is uh that that does come up and you know i i i don't want to spoil it but that's what's going to happen and uh but you guys uh the reason i like this movie is so i have found that i've uh, you guys know i live in a small town right and so i feel automatically connected to any hallmark movie that plays out in a small town and uh the decorations were awesome they had a laundry list of traditions that this uh that this town goes through every winter and so the you know the two main characters hannah and um i actually forgot the name of the company owner uh, you know <clears throat> he kind of shows her around town shows her what what the company has done to his town and what the traditions are. So they, you know, he introduces her to all these traditions and I sit there with my notebook making notes about, Oh, I got to try this in my hometown. This is a great idea. You know, they have sledding contests and um, cooking, decorating contests and a tree lighting and, a, and, you know, uh, caroling competition, all kinds of things. Excellent. And I, I think you could be the mayor of a Hallmark city. You could. <laughs> that would be great. That would be. The I idea. may be good. I may be good. Um, and so you know, so just the visual aspect and the community aspect, I just absolutely loved. I I just I learned a lot from it. I I'm not embarrassed to say that I learned a lot from it. Um, and then the other thing, though, guys, is cookies. There, because this theme was all about this. You know small town cookie company there were plates of cookies everywhere mm -hmm. you know hannah checks into her b&b &B and the first thing she, she she gets is a plate of cookies and they were like these lavishly decorated cookies and everywhere you went city hall fire hall outside inside there's always that plate of cookies from Anne sally's christmas cookie company you couldn't drill home any more uh that this company was the fiber of this town. Um, and yeah, like we said, you know, they, they came around, uh, uh, Hannah, of course, falls in love with, with, um, I wish I remember his, oh, it's Jake, Jake. Um, and, uh, you know, they, in the end, um, I won't spoil everything, but, uh, even a very small surprise at the very end of the movie, um, where it kind of even goes beyond, the fact that they find each other and that she finds uh, appreciation for Christmas. Um, so I can, I highly recommend it. Uh, Joe, I'm trying to remember, didn't we have a rating system last year that you started? Uh, no, Adam, I think it was the blinking light. Oh, was it light. Adam? Yeah, is it blinking, blinking lights? lights. Uh, yeah, it's, I, it's on a scale of one to five. five one to five, all right. Three, yeah. 
So this, I'm going to give this one a 4.5 out of five. Ooh, wow. The only I don't reason. Think, but, but bear in mind, uh, listeners, I don't think that Axel gave anything below four stars <laughs> last year. <laughs> uh, that is, that is possibly true. Uh, and here's why I, it, the only reason I'm not going to give it five out of five is, is just because you know, you know, what's going to happen at the end, right? Like you two minutes into the movie, when you get sent on the storyline, you know how it's going to end. And so it's just that, you know, that small regret that there weren't really any surprises. But I just, I loved it. I highly recommend it. My kids watched it with me. They were, you know, last year they were all into, yeah, daddy, let's watch a Hallmark movie. They're a little bit older now, especially my two older ones. They're like, yeah, yeah, daddy, do we have to? And I said, well, you might like it just like last year. And they did. So <laughs> everybody had fuzzy feelings at the end. I've got to tell you. If you replaced Cookie Company with Sporting Goods Store, I watched that movie last year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I think this year there's Holiday. another one. There's another one where you could replace the. Uh, I think the new version of that this year is a theater. Oh, oh. yes. I, that, <laughs> I was just going to say with Axles, if you replaced uh, Cookie Company with Holiday Shipping Company, that's the one uh-huh. I'm going to review here in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> We're on to you, Hallmark. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's awesome. Well, uh, so, uh, guys, I can go next. I watched a Mrs. Miracle Christmas, which is part of the Debbie McComers series. I guess uh, she's famous for books, and they're translated into Hallmark movies. And um, this one... uh, Mostly features people that you don't know, except maybe you might know Paula Shaw because she is well known for her role in the Freddy versus Jason thriller movie. <laughs> I still don't know her. Sorry. Well, well, she if you is, do, would that be disturbing? She going is approximately, the- <laughs> just so you know, she is approximately, by my estimates, about 93 years old. <clears throat> Um, so, uh, so, uh, she, but, but, but here's, what's important. She was also, she, I didn't choose this movie because of her and because of that, but I also found out that she was in one of my favorite Hallmark movies from last year, which was reviewed in that episode, the five star Christmas. Uh, so you can go back and we'll put a link to that podcast, maybe on our Facebook page and you can, uh, re-listen to that one. Uh, the beautiful thing for her, and now I understand why she's in so many uh, Hallmark movies, is because she lives in Vancouver, uh, oh, probably sure. not far from the Hallmark Village where they shoot 75% of these or something <laughs> like that. Um, so this movie, this Mrs. Miracle Christmas, um, is the best way to think about it is Hallmark's twist on Mary Poppins. Um, with elderly people instead of kids as the ones that she's helping, but generally a very similar storyline, like everybody's grumpy, not getting along. Uh, You know, uh, grandma is living with the two young newlyweds. Grandma's kind of angry. And then this Mary Poppins-like character shows up uh, because they hired her to do adult daycare. And um, you can imagine what happens next from there. Uh, It has all of the awkward lines that you would expect from a Hallmark movie. And, uh, you know, it includes misplaced advice and random ill-timed yet thoughtful comments. And, of course, there is the usual Hallmark kiss. They wouldn't miss that. It's about three quarters of the way through. Uh, One twist on this one, it does have a really nice 57 Chevy that makes an appearance. Actually, (laughs) uh, uh, the, the... the Mary Poppins-like character drives the 57-like Chevy. Uh, the thing to note, though, if you happen to watch this movie, is the 57 Chevy is very loud and sounds like a semi-truck when it's pulling up to the house. Every time it pulls up, it's like... <laughs> so uh, you think it's a semi-truck that's pulling up. Um, uh, a note, a spoiler alert here. About halfway through the movie, I, I have to put this in here because I was perplexed by it. About halfway through the movie, you will be surprised at how easily a married couple breaks up. 
but <laughs> the good news is uh, there's no need to fear. It only seems to last about 24 hours, and it's reconciled uh, <laughs> at a tea party between a man and a six-year-old girl. You know, those, those six-year-olds, they always can make things better with their tea parties. So uh, don't fear, but, but you will be a little bit surprised. Like, uh, I think the comment that I had to my uh, wife when we were watching it, I, and this happened, I'm like, I thought they were married. Like they shouldn't break up that easy. Um, and uh, so then we were like, oh, they must've been dating, but uh, that didn't make a lot of sense either. And then we did find out they were married and they just broke up really easy. <laughs> uh, so uh, other important note, uh, this movie is not to be confused with the Hallmark movie. I thought I was watching, which is Mrs. Miracle. <laughs> Remember this is Mrs. Miracle Christmas. Oh yeah. So, you're right. Mrs. Miracle, uh, I guess, came out in 2009, and I was really hoping to watch that one because uh, it starred the actress uh, who is Ray Romano's uh, mom in Everybody Loves Raymond. So I thought, mm-hmm. oh, there's some potential for humor in that one. Uh, that Isn't is not she? Movie. I thought she's not. So is this an older movie? I thought she passed away a long time uh, ago. She did. So the, the, oh, the, okay. the Mrs. Miracle uh, that I thought I was watching was filmed in 2009. Ah. Mrs. Miracle's Christmas. Are you keeping track of this? <laughs> Mrs. Miracle's Christmas was a 2021 release. So all said, uh, I would give this uh, this one three mysterious home helpers out of five. Um, <laughs> I think that my wife would probably rate it uh, much higher than that. Uh, and also I learned it turns out that there are three Mrs. Miracle movies on Hallmark, you know, Go figure and good luck finding the one that you think you're watching. <laughs> Even when you do a Google search, uh, the search findings, if you search Mrs. Miracle, uh, Hallmark, uh, holiday movie, uh, the three are interspersed in the search results. No. <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait a minute. That looks like the image of the one that I watch, but that's an entirely different description of what happens. So anyway, uh, Mrs. Miracle Christmas, Debbie McComber series, Three mysterious housewives or house helpers out of five. Very nice. Very nice. House helpers. A new scale has been invented for this year's <laughs> ratings. <laughs> well, my turn. I am going to give you my review of Christmas Under Wraps. Uh, this is a movie from 2014. And I chose it again because the description sounded interesting. Because the description was... After unexpectedly moving to Alaska, an ambitious doctor starts a new romance and learns that her small town is hiding a secret. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, are they on like a nuclear waste dump? Are there murders going on? What's going on as well? Is that where they keep Freddy and Jason? Yeah, (laughs) it turns out it's not that nefarious. So anyway, uh, and I mentioned this to Axel too, that I didn't realize when I chose it that it stars his favorite actress I Candace know. Cameron Bray so uh Candace Cameron Bray is the big star and then there's some dude that is her love interest um I had to look it up his name's David O'Connell so anyway the movie starts off in San Francisco and Candace Cameron Bray is portraying Dr. Lauren Brunel and she is a driven um, medical student she's probably a medical resident at a hospital in San Francisco She's a planner. Uh, she's got her whole life planned out before it even happens. And she wants to do a, a surgical fellowship in Boston, just like her father did. Her father's a, a surgeon as well. And he's played by Robert Pine. Uh, you, he was the sergeant on Chips with he oversaw Poncherello and, and Baker on oh, yeah. the TV show Chips. I was just watching Chips the other day. Oh, you really? So he's also the father of Chris Pine, and Chris is, he plays Captain Kirk in the new Star Trek movies. So uh, um, anyway, and you've seen Chris in some other shows as well. But anyway, uh, so uh, Candace Cameron Bure's character, you know, Turns out she doesn't get the fellowship that she's in line for because another candidate at the last minute came in with like a Doctors Without Borders um, experience on their resume. So the hospital in Boston selected this other doctor for the fellowship and she had her heart set on it. So she didn't apply for any other fellowships. So she's kind of hung out to dry her boyfriend at the time. She thinks she's going to marry him and they're going to move to Boston. And he says, no, I think we need to break up. So uh, they go their separate ways. 
the theme of the movie is basically it's okay to make plans, but you also have to follow your heart, which is very important. So anyway, <laughs> Candace goes into, uh, I should say her character, Lauren goes into uh, the, her school's kind of matching service for fellowships the next day and says, is there anything open? And they say, nope, everything's full. You waited too long. And then as they're talking miraculously. She wasn't fellow- pregnant, was she? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> miraculously, a fellowship pops up on the screen like, oh, wait, here's one that just came in right now in Garland, Alaska. It is 300 miles north of Anchorage. And um, it's a general medicine fellowship instead of a surgical fellowship. But um it would be an out-of-the-box experience, similar to a Doctors Without Borders that would look good on a resume. So she says, well, it's the only one available. I'm going to take it. Um, she thinks she's just going to be there a couple of weeks because her dad is working on trying to get her into Boston or get her in a fellowship someplace else in the country because he's a pretty well-connected surgeon. So anyway... Uh, Lauren flies up to Alaska. The first person she meets is Andy Holiday, and uh, 300 miles from Anchorage is done by small prop plane. She's not being driven to the town of Garland, Alaska. Uh, the interesting thing, while I said the production values are usually getting pretty good for Hallmark movies, uh, you could tell when she arrived at her place that she was going to stay. There's a foot of snow on the ground in front of her house, and then they see walk see her walking up the sidewalk and you can see across the way where there are trees with green leaves and lots of grass kind of across the way so and mm-hmm. also just just you know because we're news guys i did look it up there is no garland alaska <laughs> <laughs> funny you should mention that so anyway uh, she's not prepared for the winter weather she didn't bring any sort of heavy duty winter clothes so she tries to order some stuff off of online places to have delivered to garland alaska and they tell her it doesn't exist there's no such address so she Ooh. can't get anything ordered in which adds to the the mystery of this no i love it so anyway, uh, Brian Doyle Murray. Brian is Bill Murray's brother, and you've seen him in lots of things. He's been in Caddyshack and Groundhog's Day. Uh, he's a former Saturday Night Live um, player as well. Uh, he portrays Frank Holiday. He is the head of this holiday shipping company. Uh, um, and so uh, he welcomes her to town. You can tell Frank, oh, I'm just so busy right now. My health isn't uh, – I really need to uh, – I can't take time to go see a doctor. I'll do it after the holidays. And holiday shipping is where 90% of the town works right now. It's a big, big outlet. Big, uh, And this is their busy time for some reason. So anyway. Does Santa Claus make an appearance in this episode? Ah, fun, funny you should mention that. Brian <laughs> Doyle Murray looks – Frank Holiday looks a lot like Santa Claus. Very <laughs> Santa-like. So um, – so Dr. Brunel, she gets through her hospital. It's a very small, it's a, it's in a house basically. And when everyone hears that there's a new doctor in town, there's a line out the door for, uh, for people to see her. Um, it's de- definitely not a HIPAA compliant environment at the hospital and clinic because <laughs> as soon as she admits a patient, here comes the flower delivery guy dropping off flowers for that patient uh, as well. Uh, Wyatt is the flower delivery guy, and he has a crush on Nurse Billy, uh, who's the head nurse there. And so Candace or Dr. Brunell gets them set up, says, oh, you got to follow your heart, Billy. Go out with Wyatt. And so the, she's saying – that Billy has to follow her heart. So then Lauren starts to internalize that as well. So um, what else can I tell you? Andy, uh, the first person she met, he used to be an architect in Seattle. He came back home. His father wants him to take over the family business. But uh, right now he's kind of a town handyman. And about 45 minutes in, there's a power outage at the hospital. So he comes in and is working the circuit breakers. And all of a sudden, you know, well, sparks fly uh, in in more than one way uh, at that point. So um, Anyway, uh, they go on to talk about uh, then there's this romantic midnight picnic where he flies her to a destination to see the northern lights and then more sparks fly there as well. Um, They have a date where they set up her Christmas tree. She never had her own Christmas tree before. So that's uh, a date that they share. Sounds like there might be a lot of sparks in this movie. Yeah, there's there's a couple of sparks uh, in there. So. Anyway, the the 
the conflict comes in. Well, you know, uh, her dad has been working the angles and it turns out the other candidate for this Boston surgical fellowship backed out at the last second. And Mm. Lauren is now the top choice and she's got 24 hours to decide if she's going to take it or not. So she meets Andy at the, the town diner the next morning and says she's not ready to throw away her plans. She's ready to toss Andy aside and she's going to go after this fellowship in Boston. Just as she's getting set to leave, Frank Holiday collapses at work. Oh, no. Uh, yep. Just a few days before Christmas. And I won't give anything else away. You can maybe you'll be able to piece it together after that. But um, Lauren has to make a, a decision. Of, of what's going to happen then. And so, um, so yeah, I will leave it open at that. But uh, uh, I will also say that Lauren has to work on the town's mascot, which is a reindeer named Rudy. Uh, Rudy hurt his leg and needs to be in good shape uh, for Christmas oh, Eve, for the big Christmas Eve pageant that takes place in Garland, Alaska. So anyway, uh, yeah, you'll have to watch the show to figure out exactly how this ends and what the small town secret is being hidden. That sounds more like that sounds more than two hours. That that seems a complex plot here. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yep, yeah. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, and the other thing I found interesting was that, okay, so doc, um, the doctor couldn't get clothes ordered in. So she has to buy them from the only store in town in Garland, which is, I think they say it's about 6,000 people, allegedly. Um and it's amazing that so she buys them at the same store that everybody else buys their clothes and no one in the town wears the exact same clothes that you ever mm. see. So everyone has something unique. So there's never the same article of clothing twice. But anyway, yeah, uh, overall rating, I you know, I will give this one since it has one of Axel's favorites and uh, a lot of people I recognize. I'll give it a 4.5 blinking nice. lights out of five as well. Wow. from Joe. He last year he was the harshest critic. I was or what? (laughs) Did you watch it by yourself, Joe? Did you watch it with your wife? No, I watched it by myself on a Sunday morning with a big cup of coffee while my son was uh, looking at the iPad and he would glance up every once in a while to see what was going on and focus back on what he was watching instead. So um, yeah, it was, it was fine. Nice. Well, are you guys, uh, are you ready to test your knowledge about Hallmark movies? We are primed. Yep, ready. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, have your thinking caps on. Okay, Joe, Axel, are you guys ready? Well, let's do it. Yeah, go ahead. With me. Let's create our Hallmark moment. Uh, okay let's move along then Uh, (laughs) uh, some of these i will admit a little bit hard but i have confidence in you guys so uh we're just gonna dive right in the first one actually may be the maybe one of the easiest ones uh so let's start uh, I'm not starting with you, Axel, because it's one of the easiest ones, but, you know, we'll get off to a good start, I guess. So what, uh, first trivia question, what is the name of the Hallmark Christmas movie that stars Dolly Parton and is filmed in Dollywood? Is it A, Christmas in Tennessee, B, Christmas at Dollywood, C, a Tennessee Christmas, or D, coming home for Christmas? Who has this question? This is actually you, Joe. Oh, it's mine. Yeah, it's yours. Oh, oh it's it's a, a, t- a Tennessee Christmas. It is not. It, it is, is not Christmas ah. at Dollywood. Ah, okay. It B. Okay. Stars Dolly Parton filmed in Dollywood. You're gonna have to up your game. <laughs> yeah, okay. when, you know, when I when I hear Christmas at Dollywood, I think of a show. You know, like a performance, like a TV not, show. Yeah, 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 not not a not a story. Line, yeah, not a movie, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, Joe, pick it up. Okay, me. Joe, we'll try. Uh, have you seen the very nutty Christmas? No, 
Okay, well then this question will make zero sense, but here we go. <laughs> a very in a very nutty Christmas, it features an overworked baker who needs help for the holidays and falls in love with a mysterious man who reminds her of her nutcracker. What <laughs> state was this movie filmed in? <laughs> what state? Okay, what yes. state? Got it. Was it A Vermont, B Montana, C Massachusetts, or D Connecticut? Or where the movie state of delusion that's right <laughs> so where the movie was actually filmed or where the movie is set allegedly. uh where the movie uh, it says what state was this movie filmed in so, uh, okay uh so our choices again can you remember vermont montana massachusetts or connecticut how about vermont wrong connecticut mm. uh, okay yeah. uh axel sticking with the theme of a very nutty christmas uh, who stars as the baker in A Very Nutty Christmas? Is it A, Danica McKellar? Is it B, Lacey Shabert? Shabert. Shabert, yes. Uh, is it C, Melissa Joan Hart? Or is it D, Candace Cameron Bure? Oh, my gosh. You've got all the heavy hitters, all the I stars know, right there. Yeah. Even though the first one I'm not too familiar with. I don't know. I'm going to guess... Um, I'm going to guess Melissa Joan Hart. Ah, ding, 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 ding. You oh, got it. go. Nice. Axel, this is the very nutty Christmas sounds like one that you might like watching. I might. I might. Yeah. And the only reason I guessed her is I, my kids watched a show the other day where Melissa Joan Hart was a uh, professional uh, cook. And so I thought maybe that's how she gets typecast <laughs> these days. There, there you go. She, maybe she is. Okay, Joe, how many new Hallmark Christmas movies were made for the year 2021? Is it, do you want multiple okay. choice? Uh, sure. Okay. Is it A, 20, B, 37, C, 41, or D, 45? I was going to say it was in the 20s, but I'm going to go with B, 31, did you say? Uh, 37. 37. I'll do 37. It is C, 41, which wow. I believe is like almost a record for them. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of movies to crank out in a year. And yeah. during a pandemic, too. Yes. But, you know, when you use the same themes and you <laughs> yeah. just have to change the stores, uh, maybe doable. If okay. it only take two weeks at a time to produce. Yeah, you right, can crank right. out a lot. Yeah. Axel, uh, which actress has starred in the most Hallmark Christmas movies? Is it A, Candace Cameron? Is it B, Danica McKellar? Is it C, Lacey? How did she bear? Shaber, or is it D, Holly Robinson Pete? Oh, interesting. I thought you would also add um, what's her name to it from uh, who got uh, let go the last year over her college scandal. Oh, oh yeah. Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin, yeah, because yeah, yeah. she, uh, oh gosh. I know it's not Candace because I looked that up once. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to go with. <laughs> I think I looked it up in the name of research preparing for, <laughs> yes. yeah, for the such podcast. Yeah. Yes. Well, it, it is helping you with this question. You know it's not her, so you've narrowed uh, I'm going to go three. with uh, Danica. It is Lacey. It is Lacey. Lacey. Bear. All right. Yep. <clears throat> um, okay, Joe, in the... <laughs> This is uh, in the in what Hallmark Christmas movie does Jane Seymour star as the Queen of Cordenia, who disapproves of her son the Prince marrying Emily, played by Lacey Shiver. Shiver. I'm going to get that right before this is over. Is it <laughs> a a royal Christmas? B a prince for Christmas? C a princess for Christmas? Or D, a royal engagement. Oh, boy. Now, we know that Axel does not like the royal movies, so this it's good that you have this one. Yeah. Yeah. And these are, you name these appropriately because this is a tough one. Because <laughs> they all sound possible. They, uh, they probably all are. They probably all are. They Hallmark are probably movies. all Hallmark movies. They probably all that. exist, yeah. I'm going to go with D. Uh, a royal engagement? Uh, yes. You were close. It is the other royal, a royal Christmas. Oh, okay. Shoot. Okay, Axel. 
What 2013 Hallmark Christmas movie stars Candace Cameron? You should this would be right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> scoping out an inn in a town called Sky Valley that her father just bought to see how she can rebrand it and bring it up to the quality of the other resorts her father owns. Oh, I watched that last year. Yes, Actually, exactly. Yes. We reviewed this last yes. year. Is it Finding Christmas? Is it a Christmas detour? Is it the Christmas ornament or is it let it snow? Oh my gosh. It's let it snow. It is let it snow. Yes. Way to go. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Joe, if you were listening earlier, this one should be easy. What famous author originally wrote the book, Mrs. Miracle that was later turned into a Hallmark channel Christmas movie or three others. That'd be Debbie McCumber. Yes. Well, listened. Uh, who, uh, Axel, who played the part of Mrs. Miracle in the above movie? Is it A, Doris Roberts, B, Cheryl Ladd, C, Lori Laughlin, or D, Sally Struthers? Now, remember, this is the original one. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember what you said earlier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Doris, Doris, it is. That's yes. good. Nice work. Yes. You guys are you guys are bringing it now, <laughs> Joe. This one is right up your alley because it deals with country music. So, okay. what country music singer starred with Wes Brown in the movie Christmas at Graceland in 2018? Was it A. Reba McIntyre, C. Kelly Clarkson, or? B, Kelly Clarkson, C, Carrie Underwood, or D, Kelly Pickler? Ooh. I think I watched either, this one last year, too. Yeah, it's either A, C, or D. I will say it's Kelly Pickler. You are right. Yeah. Yes. Hey, I am very impressed with you, gentlemen. <laughs> okay, Axel. Uh, which star of many Hallmark Christmas movies played Claudia Salinger in the Fox television drama Party of Five mm. from 1994 to 2000? Now, I know this one. <laughs> I have is zero it, clue. Is it Danica McKellar, Candace Cameron, Lacey Chabert, <laughs> Jody Sweeten? I don't think it was Jody Sweeten. Um, Would you like to phone a friend? Really knows. I'm going to phone my friend Joe. This is where I first uh, saw her on Party of Five. This would be Lacey Chabert. Okay. Yes, that is correct. So that was her beginning? That was her beginning. She was probably nine or ten when she was first on that show. And then, I was say, because she doesn't look all that old yet. No, and then she was in Mean Girls. The movie Mean Girls is one of the one of the Mean Girls. And then, yeah, suddenly she is Hallmark Gold. She is in all these Hallmark movies now. All right, Adam, I think it's Lacey Chabert. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Joe, we're to you now. Uh, what 2005 Hallmark Christmas Channel movie uh, stars Steve Guttenberg of Police Academy fame and Crystal Bernard of Wings fame planning on getting married. <laughs> this sounds actually quite funny. Uh, is it my Santa husband? Is it B, meet the Santas? C, I believe in Santa Claus or D, finding Santa? Oh boy, it's not B. Um, I'm thinking it's A or C. I'm Are you go sure it's with... not B? I'm pretty positive it's not B. I'm going to go with A or C. I'm going to go, how about C? Uh, it is B. Oh, you're Meet kidding. Santa's, yes. And I actually think I started this one, but it was not great now that I remember the title. So don't hold me to it, but I probably would not watch this one. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, Axel, back to you. What is the Christmas movie Switched for Christmas about? Switched for Christmas. Is it about A, two new mothers discover they have the wrong baby because the hospital mixed up the babies when both women gave birth on Christmas Eve? Mm. Is it B, twin adult women switched places with each other for part of Christmas because each one thinks the other one has an easier life? Is it C, Two couples change homes and children for the weeks leading up to Christmas to see who has better beloved kids. 
<laughs> oh, sorry, better behaved kids. <laughs> or is it D, two women change office jobs during the Christmas season and each has to plan the office party at their new jobs? Ooh. I would prefer it to be A, then I would watch it right away. But uh, it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be D. Uh, the answer is B. Twin oh. adult women switched places with each other for part of the Christmas season because each one thinks the other has an easier life. Oh. It reminds me of uh, a movie that I watched last year called The Christmas, Mo the Christmas Movie Movie. And mm -hmm. it was a movie about Christmas movies. Movies, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I remember you talking about that. Quite complex. <laughs> Uh, okay, Joe, uh, which movie is about a cabin that predicts a couple will have a long, happy life together if they stay in it overnight? Is it The Christmas House, B, Christmas at Pemberley Manor, C, The Christmas Cottage, or D, Christmas in Evergreen? I'm going to say it's C, Christmas Cottage. You are right. Wow. Wow. Nice. Did you just guess at that, or do you have that? I knowledge? just guessed at that. I just yeah. guessed at that. Pretty good guess. Pretty good guess. Axel, besides the United States, what other country is often used to film Hallmark Christmas movies? Canada. Yes. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe, uh, here's a hard one. Uh, what 60s act actress made an appearance as Glinda Stanwyck, the former owner of Christmasland in 2015, of uh, in the 2015 movie of the same name. So what 60s actress makes an appearance as Glinda Stanwyck, the former owner of Christmasland in the 2015 movie of the same name. Is it A, Sally Struthers, B, Danica McKellar, C, Maureen McCormick, or D, Melissa Gilbert? Ooh, you said 60s actress? 60s actress. None of them were in the 60s, first of all. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Them, so. Well, I know so Sally Struthers. Sally Struthers, Struthers would have been. A. She would have been young and in the 60s. But. It's, it's not B. It's not Danica McKellar. Yeah. I know that. Yep. And so uh, what were C and D again? Uh, C was Maureen McCormick, and D was Marissa, Melissa, Melissa Gilbert. Gilbert. I'm going to go with Melissa Gilbert. Ah, it was Maureen McCormick. Ah, shoot, Marsha Brady, dang. <laughs> okay. Uh, ooh, this one should have been uh, for Joe, but Axel, it's coming to you, but you may be able to uh, phone a friend on this one. What does everyone say about the town of Garland, Alaska in the Hallmark Christmas movie, Christmas Under Wraps? Ooh, 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 I know this. <laughs> <laughs> do they say, do they say... Santa always stops here. Or is it B, Garland will put the jingle in your bells? <laughs> or is it C, that's Garland for you? Or D, Rudolph lives here? And did Joe mention this earlier? I did not mention it. <laughs> did not mention it. But I heard that phrase quite a few times during this movie. So if you need to phone a friend, yeah, I I'm going to phone a Joe here. Okay. Let's hear a, it. I have a feeling it's C. I have a feeling. Which is, when they, that's Garland for you. When they can't explain all the weird stuff going on, they just pass it off because Candace Cameron Bray has lots of questions about what's going on in this town. And so they just kind of shrug it off and, and move on. I think it's C. All right. I think it's C, Adam. Okay. C it is. Another phone a friend helps. That's <laughs> Garland for you. Okay, we're coming up on the last three, gentlemen. Uh, so, like question 37 by now. <laughs> <laughs> so, which fictional Hallmark Christmas movie trilogy town features a famous snow globe that many of the town's citizens stop by the local diner to shake and make a wish on? Is All right. it A, Garland, Alaska, no. B, Evergreen, Vermont, Maybe. C, Nevada City, California, or huh? D, Homestead, Iowa. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with B. You are right. Evergreen, Vermont. See, I, I told you you'd do well in this. <laughs> okay, Axel, back to you. In the movie A Crown for Christmas, 
Danica McKellar plays a young woman from Brooklyn, New York, who is hired as a nanny for a young princess from the country of Windshire. What Windshire? Win, like win, the... Windshire. Sorry, Windshire. Okay. I got to put my glasses. Win, uh, I was going to say Windshire. That's yeah, more that, of a meteorologist. That's, that's what happens when the meteorologist <laughs> reads the question. Oh, Windshire. <laughs> I know what this is all about. <laughs> anyway, what two countries was this movie filmed in? So, do you want me to read it again? No, yeah. I got it. Is it two? Okay. But you're looking for two countries. Yep. So, is okay. it Hungary and Romania, Austria and Slovenia? Canada and the United States, or Romania and Slovenia. Uh, do, do you have a year for that movie? When? Uh, no, no. no. <laughs> well, because I got to think, you know, I can't imagine them traveling overseas to shoot a Hallmark movie, especially two countries. <sighs> the answer is really quite apparent. I'll just say USA and Canada. Yes, yes. Yeah, nice work. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Joe, final question. In what 2013 Hallmark Christmas movie does Naomi Judd appear as a bathroom attendant in a department store? Is it? (laughs) All of them. I don't know. (laughs) Is it A, Lucky Christmas, B, Window Wonderland, C, Help for the Holidays, or D, Christmas at Cartwright's. Ooh. Naomi Judd appearing as a bathroom attendant. I'm going to say it's either B or C, and we'll go with, how about B? First and yes. C, would be. Ending on a high note, Joe gets it. <laughs> Window Wonderland. <laughs> Outstanding. Wow. You nailed that this, hard. Joe. That was, that was great. Uh, that was hard, though. This is just blind guesses, so nice work. Suppose, uh, do you suppose that when our listeners are listening to this in a podcast, they shout out answers? <laughs> do, you, do you guys envision that, or are they like... <laughs> Have they turned it off by now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if they've made it this far, they're going to stick with it. Kind of like you said with the Hallmark movies where they start cramming multiple commercial breaks in the final 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. They figured if you stuck through it this far, they're going to get you with these commercials so you'll see the end. So I think if they stuck this far, they're shouting out guesses. They'll be with us. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, there is PTO ahead, which means there are more movies to be watched. Uh, So uh, we will probably take a little bit of a holiday break here, I'm guessing, and then we will be back. I'm hoping we haven't talked about this. Are we coming back for season four? Uh, Is that is that when our seasons start? I thought I thought our seasons go through the spring. Look how organized we are. I think in the two seasons per year, don't you have like a. Oh, you're right, because this was season three. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Season three. Yeah. yeah, good We're thing we've had season three to a close. That's the amazing. beauty of podcasts is you can start and end seasons whenever you want. We could be <laughs> exactly. on season sixteen if we wanted to be. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like we need a strategic planning. Uh, <laughs> That's here right. Out what season it actually is? So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say I think we'll be back. Well, I th- I think we'll be back for season four <laughs> after the new year. <laughs> I think it's safe to say yes. Yeah. We're having a lot of fun. <laughs> Um, and I wish you guys and all of our listeners uh, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, feel free to post anything in our on our Facebook page, In Other News, the podcast. Uh, we may respond to it. Yeah, we have a lot of time now, right? No That's work, right. all play, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish you guys a very Merry Christmas as well. It's been a lot of fun chatting today and every time, indeed. Same for me. We'll see you all on the other side. Yes, thank you both. Great to see you, and we'll see you in 2022. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you.